Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. We are keeping our eye on the NCAA convention in Indianapolis this week as the organization will likely vote on the newly rewritten constitution. If approved, it could begin a dramatic overhaul of Division I, certainly, and reshape the future structure of college sports. It has the potential to be very significant, and we will keep you updated on the Buzzcast. And this is your morning Buzzcast for Thursday, January 20th. This week's going fast. I love the short weeks. Let's start with the NFL, because NFL viewership keeps going up. The NFL's wild card round was up an amazing 24% from last year as its six games averaged around 30 million viewers. That was from Saturday through Monday night. Like I said, up 24% from last season. That's when the league expanded to six games in the wild card round for the first time. Remember, the NFL shifted its schedule this year to include a Monday night game for the first time. Last year, there were three games on Sunday, three on Saturday. But the big number, the number that really opened my eyes again was around the Dallas Cowboys as CBS led the weekend with 41.5 million viewers for that 49ers close win over the Cowboys in that late Sunday afternoon window. I mean, that's a big number. It marked the best figure for any wild card game in seven years. You had to go back to a Cowboys-Lions game in 2015. 49ers-Cowboys this year on CBS is the second best wild card game on record dating back to 1988. Yes, I said it, 88. So the Cowboys proved again to be the clear top draw. But now they are out, so we'll have to see how that impacts viewership going forward. Although I do think the NFL has a very attractive slate of games this weekend. But bottom line, the power of the NFL and the draw of the Dallas Cowboys shows no signs of slowing down. Let's shift to more news on the Beijing Winter Olympics. As NBC said, it will not have any, not have any of its play-by-play announcing teams on the ground in China for its broadcast of the Winter Games, citing COVID protocols. NBC said all of its announcing teams will be based at NBC Sports Studios in Stamford, Connecticut. And NBC said that viewers would likely not even notice a difference as announcing teams for various sports have been working remotely really since the middle of 2020, since the COVID pandemic started. So I agree that people may not notice a difference. Now at Tokyo, NBC did send commentators for select sports and major events such as uh, gymnastics and swimming. They had personnel on site reporting on the ground from the games but all other sports play-by-play were covered from Stanford, Connecticut. But next month, 
all NBC talent will be based remote in Connecticut. Now, with China hosting the games, NBC also said it will acknowledge the geopolitical context of the Winter Games, but said that athletes and competition will remain the focus. NBC Sports Olympic production president Molly Solomon, a real veteran to the Olympic world, said NBC's coverage will provide perspective on China's place in the world and, like I said, the geopolitical context in which these games are being held. But she added, the athletes remain the centerpiece of their coverage. Meanwhile, ad inventory still remains for the Olympic Games in Beijing, but NBC said that ad sales are strong and that the games are pacing well with previous Winter Games. The Winter Olympics begin two weeks from tomorrow, Friday. They officially kick off February 4th. Let's move on. The City of Oakland's Planning Commission last night, Wednesday night, approved an extensive environmental impact report that moves the Oakland A's one step closer to landing a waterfront ballpark. Now, the A's continue to talk to Las Vegas and talk about possibly relocation. But while they're talking to Las Vegas, progress is clearly being made in Oakland. And now the city council still needs to certify the environmental impact report. And other issues, yes, do need approval. But still, keep your eye on this story because the city of Oakland continues to make steps towards keeping the A's in that city, which many people felt was unlikely just a few months ago. Moving on from baseball, I can't believe I missed this story from earlier in the week, but it deserves mention. It's a great shot in the arm for women's sports. We always look for leaders to stand up and invest in women's sports. Well, the Board of Governors for the Premier Hockey Federation announced an investment of $25 million over the next three years to help grow that women's professional hockey league. This is real money, and this is big news. The funding will help boost salaries for the players, provide health care for the players. That is significant. The money will also go to fund two teams, uh, two expansion teams. It'll go to improve facilities and increase the schedule. So this is a major boost to women's sports. It marks the largest one-time independent investment in the history of professional women's hockey. So it's a big day. Well, it was a big day for the players and a real commitment by the owners of the Premier Hockey Federation. You know, I always find it interesting when a brand drills deeply into one sport to fully own a sport and all the assets around it. Tata Consultancy Services is a good example. Now, it has positioned itself fully around marathons and global marathons. So the IT company Tata, or TCS, will replace Bank as the new title sponsor of the Toronto Marathon through November 26th. Now, why is this important? Because if you look at the global marathon landscape, TCS is now the title sponsor of the New York Marathon, the London Marathon, and now the Toronto Marathon. So that gives it pretty exciting options as a brand as it scales programs around major events in major markets around the globe and shows its commitment to marathons and the running space. So that's a brand I'm certainly keeping an eye on. Let's end the buzzcast as we do around people and one person well-known to the sports business, a promotion for longtime sports business leader, Brett Yormark, who has been promoted to Chief Operating Officer of Rock Nation 
Nation. Now, Brett Yormark first joined Rock Nation in 2019 as co-CEO of Rock Nation Unified. That's a division of Rock Nation. He will remain over Rock Nation Unified, where he works with his brother, Michael Yormark. I love that the Yormark brothers work together. But now as COO of Rock Nation, Brett Yormark will take a much larger role across the entire Rock Nation business. As I said, Brett Yormark, no stranger to sports business. He's had long-time stints at NASCAR and as CEO of the Brooklyn Nets parent company, BSE Global. Brett Yormark, now COO of Rock Nation. An NFT platform, Fanoply, has hired Danielle Maggot to be its chief commercial officer. Danielle will oversee the company's entire commercial and business strategy. You know, we've seen a number of top executives move into this new NFT space and Fanaply has been a big player in the NFT space. It was founded in 2018. It handles NFTs creation all the way to the eventual sale of the NFTs. Fanaply has been active in sports. Like I said, they've done deals with the Devils, um, the Avalanche, Churchill Downs, Bubba Wallace, among others. Now, Danielle Maggot, she has been an advisor to the company since last summer, but now joins full-time. She's a well-respected leader in sports. She started her career at the NBA. And she's had key roles at Fox Networks, uh, Madison Square Garden, and Redbird Capital. She was a member of the 2012 SBJ Class of Game Changers. So congratulations to Danielle Maggot. And finally, we dropped our latest Marshan and Iran sports media podcast yesterday. Our John Iran and the New York Post's Andrew Marshan discussed the major issues in sports media. You can go to our website, sportsbusinessjournal.com. To listen or watch the latest episode of Marshan and Iran Sports Media Podcast. So that is your morning buzzcast. It's Thursday. It's January 20th. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.